Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans, and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, follow like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. Scouts over relied on heavily when evaluating talent. Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs. It all starts with the quarterback position. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Carson into the slot. Stays in the block. Wilson, good as he throws deep downfield. It's going to be caught by Metcalf for the touchdown. On second attempt, it's Patrick. Incredible catch by Gesicki. That was miraculous. Thank you very much. Penalties helped, especially on Will Harris. As Aaron Jones breaks loose, Aaron Jones, he's headed for the end zone, and he's going to be in with a Packer touchdown. Breaking Mostert will get the toss. That's some pretty good space right away. San Francisco and Raheem Mostert, are you kidding me? 80 yards all the way on the toss play. And just like that, the 49ers have the lead. He turns from the 16. There's a man going to go deep down the far sideline. He's got his man. That ball is caught by Claypool. And Claypool to the end zone for the touchdown. And digs to the left. One-on-one with the rookie, Igbenon Ogden. Allen play action, faking the handoff over the middle. Dangerous pass. It's caught. Allen threading the needle to Diggs. Marvelous catch in traffic. Fullback's going to shift to be the lead blocker. Here we go. Cam is going to take it himself, and he doesn't get in. And the Seahawks are going to win the game. Here's Carr. Looking to throw for a Waller is all by himself. He'll never score an easier touchdown. Eighth catch so far for Darren Waller. And those were some of the sounds from week two in the NFL. 
Thank you so much for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am your host, Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me, like always, my co-hosts, Jerry Martinez and Kendall Whitley. How are you guys doing? Hey, man, doing great. Happy Friday. Week three, let's go. We're back. (laughs) It's been a while. It does seem like it's been a while. But, yes, uh, welcome to Friday's podcast. All right, guys, let's go and uh, review week two in the NFL. Let's go through some scores. Uh, obviously, we saw the Bengals uh, lose to the Browns 30-35. Giants losing to the Chicago Bears 13-17. Los Angeles Rams dominating the Philadelphia Eagles 37-19. And this is probably the craziest game of on Sunday. The Atlanta Falcons, after leading by two or three touchdowns, <laughs> uh, losing to the Dallas Cowboys 40-39. We'll talk about that game here shortly. Panthers losing to the Buccaneers, 17-31. Niners dominating the Jets, 31-13. Broncos losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm sorry, 21-26. Jacksonville going down to the Tennessee Titans, 33-30. The Lions being dominated by the uh, Green Bay Packers, 42-21. Buffalo Bills, 31-28 over the Dolphins. Vikings losing to the Indianapolis Colts 20-11. The Washington football team got a beat down by the Arizona Cardinals 30-15. The Baltimore Ravens dominated the Houston Texans 33-16. The Chiefs in overtime against the Los Angeles Chargers 23-20. The Patriots losing to the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday Night Football. And... This one right here was a surprise to a lot of people, but of course not me. The Las Vegas Raiders dominated the New Orleans Saints, winning 34 to 24. Guys, which game was the craziest one to you? Well, of course, it's probably the Falcons and Cowboys. But to me, I'm going to look at the Eagles and the Rams. Like, what is going on? With, I know it's two weeks in, but what is going on with Carson Wentz? He's struggling. The offense, I know the offensive line got some injuries. But the Rams going into Philly and beat them, that was a shocker to me. Hey, heads off to the Dallas Cowboys, man. Um, I I actually had them losing to the, yes, I had them losing to the Falcons. But wow, I mean, can you imagine if they actually tried that, like tried to play football like the way they did with that urgency towards the end? It'd be a different a, a different team. But the team that the the one game that really surprised me was the Raiders. Right? Are they for real? That's what I want to know. Are they for real? I mean. They went up, and they, they, they really showed the Saints who the Raiders are. Now, let's go back really quick and talk about that Cowboys game. I mean, to me, I think it might have been a little bit more of the Falcons just for whatever reason. I mean, we've seen this now a couple of times, you know, you know, especially in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They have a big lead, and they let the team come back. I mean, if I was the owner of the I would have not let Dan Quinn get on that plane. I would have fired his ass because that was – unexcusable for them to lose to them. You know how many things the Cowboys had to do in order to, for the Falcons to win that game? Like, I mean, it, it was crazy. Like, the, it seemed like the Cowboys did everything to lose it, and the Falcons still wanted to give it to them to win. That's what it seemed like to me. That's so, what it I mean, was. It, I mean, that's what it if, was. If I'm Arthur Blank and the, up, the upper staff at, in Atlanta, there's no way I'm letting Dan Quinn get back on that plane and going back to Atlanta. There's no – just the second time. It, it was crazy. 
I like what Walter, right? Walter said, uh, and for those that don't know who I'm talking about, Walter Stringer, he's the senior draft analyst here at the East West Football Network. But he, he actually said, he said, he said this. He goes, if you actually start looking at a team after a team has been together for a while and you see how they lose, it's always the same outcome. Well, you can kind of guess, right? Or you can kind of see where the actual problem is stemming from, right? For instance, the Cowboys, you know, they have these, these issues, you know, with pulling out these close games, but it's always the same result. He said that also about Matt Stafford, right? Like Stafford's always throwing the same boneheaded, you know, regardless of how, what, what coach is there. So are we saying that the Falcons have the issue? Is it a defensive thing or is it the actual, is it the coaching or is it, is it the quarterback? So what is it, right? So there's an, uh, there's an underlining issue with the Falcons for sure. Dan Quinn is the problem because these rosters have changed from the time that the Falcons went to the Super Bowl till now. Who's still there? Dan Quinn, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. I mean, defensive starters, maybe there's one or two on there. Um, I don't recall their names, but I know that it's that roster has a lot of has has had a lot of turnaround. Who's still there? Dan Quinn's still there, and I think he he needs to be gone. Especially if they lose this Sunday coming up against the Chicago Bears, he's gone. They have to get rid of him. Yeah, they they I think they have him. And the Falcons, all that talent, I call them the Chargers of the NFC. They got all these talents and expectations, but they never come through. I mean, they got. I'm sure uh, um, any any Hugh Jackson, our own, our own head, um, former head coach Hugh Jackson. I'm sure he would love to come on and and coach that team. He would knock down the doors to, get to coach that team. But they got they got the talent, so it's not the talent. I mean, overall, I mean, I think if you look at that, at Dan Quinn. I mean, if he's gone. I'm pretty sure you can. The writing's on the wall. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Matt Ryan, but I also think that maybe his days are numbered as well too. I mean, he's up there in age. You bring a new coach. What 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 tend what tends to be the 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 the, the common dom- denominator with bringing in your own coach, right? You bring in a new quarterback. Get get a new coach. Draft Justin Fields because I'm sure Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one overall to New York Jets. So uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, um, you know, Thomas Mitrioff. I mean, I think he's on the clock as well. For sure. Yes. All right. But, yes, let's go back and talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. They had a huge win on Monday Night Football. Uh, Derek Carr had, had a tremendous game along with Darren Waller. Uh, Kendall, let me get your thoughts on the game. I mean, the Raiders, I mean, they, they played good. They played good. Um, they're, they're young on defense. Darren Waller's a stud. I mean, he, I mean, I mean, he was on the squad. And there was a room that John Gruden and 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 Mayotte, they spotted him out when they were practicing. So I mean, the Raiders, we're gonna talk about this game later on, but um, they're going they're traveling to New England this week, so it's gonna be a pretty good game. But I mean, the, the Raiders they play good. Drew Brees he doesn't like he does not look like the same Drew Brees. I know they didn't have Michael Thomas, but there's no excuse. I mean, just I think the Raiders did everything right. The Saints did everything bad. I, I I'm not ready to crown them. They but it is good to see right. I mean. It is good to see the Raiders back in, in in relevance, right? Because it's been a while since they've been able to, you know. And and the good thing is, you know, they what they needed to do was put weapons around Derek Carr, and they've done that. And look at what Derek Carr's done; he's answered the bill. So the only thing is, is they got to continue to keep growing off this momentum. Then they make sure they stay healthy, because that's the one thing that we're seeing as the weeks. Uh, we're already week two. 
Look at look at all the injuries that have piled up. I mean, it's insane, right? So if the Raiders can stay healthy, watch out. I mean, they do look like a, a team that you need to make sure that you're very, very, very prepared for. And speaking of injuries, we saw a lot of them this last Sunday. Yeah, I think what the 49ers are the, are the one team that is like, it's insane, right? I mean, I think I think they lost, but Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, uh, those guys, those those were career. I mean, not career, but uh, basically season-ending injuries, right? With the uh, ACLs, yes. Uh, then Jimmy G's not playing. George Kittle's not playing. Roheem Moser's not playing. Tevin Coleman's out too. He's on, he's on the short-term uh, IR. D Ford also. He's also he's also he's also out this week. I don't know the severity of his his injury, but yeah. yeah. I mean, the 49ers is like the one team. It's just like it started with the wide receivers, right, at mm-hmm. the beginning of the season. And look at how it's bled over. So, I mean, I, it's just one of those things. If anything, as, as these injuries are piling up, I guess we're, we're learning one thing is that preseason does count in the NFL. As much as we don't, we don't like it, right, we didn't like it because it didn't look like, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, nobody's taking it serious. But, no, I think it allows you to, to – let, allow players to catch their feet and get ready for that long season. And I mean, we're barely week two and look at all the injuries that the NFL has stacked up. Yeah. So, I mean, just going back and talking about the Niners injuries real quick, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's got an ankle injury. He's going to be out 46 weeks. Uh, Nick Mullins will get the start this Sunday against the New York Jets or I'm sorry, New York Giants. I believe they play right. Daniel Jones, uh, Nick Bosa, uh, Solomon Thomas, both put torn ACLs. They're going to be out for the rest of the year. Um, Rohim Mostert, he also had an injury. Uh, I believe he's going to be out three to six weeks. Uh, hopefully they get him back sooner. Tevin Coleman's on the short-term IR. I mean, we can go all day talking about these injuries. Yeah. I, if anything, though, real quick, I'm sorry, Kendall. Uh, if anything, like, wow, because we haven't really seen the the rookies with as many as as many uh injuries as the veterans so it's just so unique right what what has this rookie class done that that the veterans did not do that's 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 something to look into as as well yes the Fortnite they have a lot of injuries Debo Samuel Brenda I don't think Brenda I used to play yet um they signed Muhammad Sanu they got injuries on defense they're you know they say when you have a, a one good season that you, you always kind of have like a like a like what what's what's the name I want to say? Um, like a like a downfall your next year, you know what I mean? So it's not like you, like that division. Like the Cardinals were one of the the bad, worst teams in the division last year. Now they're kind of up right now. The Forty Nine ers are trending down. So I mean, it's it's kind of like a hangover, Super Bowl hangover, you want to say? Super Bowl hangover for the Forty Nine ers. What I think is going on with that team. I think you said. It, I think you. I think you hit it right in the on the on the uh, right the nail in the coffin. I think that a lot of people said, are they going to be a team that? It's going to suffer from the Super Bowl hangover. And, I, you know, I hate to say, you know, I don't mean to, to kid around because, I mean, I know injuries are injuries and we should respect them. But, man, uh, the list of injuries, it looks like it does not look good for the 49ers. And I think they're one of my heavily favorites to win the actual NFC, uh, the actual the, the NFC conference and, and, and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So, uh, the way the raid is going right now, I don't know how the 49ers are going to bounce back. Do they have enough ca- collateral 
to rebuild their team temporarily? I don't know. A lot of answers. I mean, a lot of questions still there left. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's only going to be week three, right? But, but I feel like there's they have too many too many injuries to overcome. And there is, they're in a really – NFC West, I mean, we saw the Rams. They've looked really sharp these last two weeks. Uh, as lo- You know, also the Arizona Cardinals. And we, we already know what the Seattle Seahawks are, right, with the future – I'm predicting future uh, MVP this year in Russell Wilson. He's just looked tremendous. Russell Wilson, we we saw what he did last Sunday. Well, I seen what he did last Sunday night first hand to my New England Patriots. It it wasn't good. So I mean, Russell Wilson lit him up. Russell was cooking. They let Russ cook, and he cooked up the Patriots defense. Um, so you know, this had to respond this week. But the Seahawks, they look good. We're gonna talk about this game later on. But they got the Cowboys this week, so let's see how Russ plays Sunday. Hey, but I don't want to take nothing away from Cam Newton, man. Cam Newton has looked good these last two weeks. I think, I think we need to definitely mention that, right? I think that, the, I mean, if anything, the, the, the entire NFL makes the Patriots look like geniuses. I mean, for them to get him on that contract, number one, and then now Kendall finally, right, realized that it's not Stiddy's job, it's Cam Newton, right? Superman. It's Cam Newton's job, and he, he's taking it, he's done with it. Um, I'm, a, I'm, the one that, I'm one of the biggest Cam Newton fans right now. He's playing real good. <laughs> He's getting Nikhil Harry involved, Jacoby Myers. Julian Edelman looks like he's, he's, he's 35, looking like he's 25 right now. So, I mean, Cam Newton, his, the energy he bringing, like, it, it's been great. I'm, I'm, I love me some Cam Newton. Yeah, you know what? I, I wonder how many teams feel dumb for not signing Cam to a one-year contract. And, you know, Bill, of course, is a genius, and he signed Cam for uh, really a really good rate, one-year contract. So, Cam – I mean, throughout these first two weeks, he's definitely earning his money for a new contract. So, hey, man, he's the, pretty much the whole offense. I mean, he, he just looked good out there. I'm going to say this. He does look like the Cam Newton that played at Auburn, that, that one magical year that he had with Auburn. He looks – I mean, like, wow, that's the Cam Newton that we're all waiting for. I, I think Josh McDaniels is letting him have freedom with the offense. He's, he's, he's calling plays that have, you know – that cater to Cam's strengths. Yeah. And Jerry brought it up earlier to me when, when we talked in our meetings earlier. He brought up about Brian Baldinger, how he broke it down, how Cam's looks just like the Cam from Auburn. So I think um, um, Cam's looking good. He, and like I just said a while ago earlier, Nikhil Harry, he didn't play good with Tom Brady last year, but he's playing real good with uh, with Cam Newton. Jacoby Myers coming on. He made a few catches against Seattle. Julian Edelman, he, 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 he had a career game against the Seahawks. He never played that good against with Tom Brady. No, 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 nothing against Tom Brady, but Cam Newton, he's bringing, he's elevating everybody's play. Yeah, and he, look, he looks very, he, he looks very smooth in that, in that offense. It looks tailored just for him. All right, guys, let's do our week three pickings. Last week, I believe I was in the lead, right? I, only, I believe I only got one wrong, and that was the, the Colts uh, beating the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, but, hey, that's the game I picked wrong. Jerry, I believe you got two wrong, correct? Actually, it was three. Three. Yeah, um, the, the, the game that, that – well, I, was, I got the Colts and, and the Vikings wrong, but the game that really messed me up was the, um, was the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You picked you picked against the Cowboys. I did pick against the Cowboys. 
Yeah, Kendall got five. You got five wrong? Um, Saints, yeah, a bunch of them wrong. <laughs> that Saints game hurt me. Well, when we had when we had Coach Hugh Jackson on the on the on the pregame show, I said Raiders are going to win uh, against that Saints defense. And what did Coach Hugh Jackson tell me? He goes, "Are you sure you want to make that bet? Did you make that bet, Fidel?" I did actually. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know where that pulls puts us up. I think I was in the lead uh, for the for, for week one. I was in the lead. You were in close second. Yep. I think uh, I think we might be tied. I this, this this I think this actually ties us up. So this week can actually be our make or break for uh, uh, Kendall. You're gonna you're gonna have to get two perfect weeks, man. So catch up, man. You're gonna need, I'm gonna have a good week. You need All two right. perfect weeks to catch up. All right, guys, let's go and get started. So uh, we saw last night Thursday night football. Of course, we didn't get to pick this game. I actually did have Miami or Jerry. Actually, we did talk about this yesterday on our yeah, Facebook. Yeah, we actually, this one we did talk about. And this one, uh, I guess the point is already against me on this one. I, I picked the Jaguars to, to win. I, I believe it was you and Leander who picked the Dolphins. Walter and I picked the uh, Jags. I had Miami. All right, so let's go through the rest of the game. Chicago at Atlanta. Home game for the Falcons. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. They're coming off a disappointing loss to the Cowboys. I think the, um, the Falcons get back on track this week. They're going to rebound and play hard for their coach and for their team and for some for some faith, for some respect. I think they'll come out. They'll be the, they're they're going to beat the Bears 27-17. to 17. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stick. I'm going to actually – I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bears right now. They're kind of on a, on a on a bit of a roll, and I think the Falcons are are starting to question themselves. And once you start to question yourself, I think that that's when the loss already is in in them. So uh, aside from the home game, you know, I would I would highly expect them to actually put up a game. But I think that the Bears are right now on a streak, and I think the Bears are gonna are gonna come over with this win. I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Julio Jones is a game time decision for Sunday's game. But actually, I, I, I think I, I actually think that the way they're talking, they're, that he's actually going to be scratched off that game. That's that's the way that's the way it's looking at at the at the last results. But but yeah, they say it's a game time decision, but they're saying it's really bad. L.A. Rams at the Buffalo Bills. I'm going with the L.A. Rams. They're on the hot street here. I think um, the Bills have been, have been playing good, but. Their wins have come come against two teams that are not really that good. They're combined like one and four or something like that. The, the, um, I think the Rams they will put Ramsey on D. They put the other corner on, on John Brown, and they'll stop the um. They get some pressure with Aaron Donald up front. Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers getting to Josh Allen. He had turned the ball over a couple a couple of times this week. I'm going with the Rams. I think it'll be a low scoring game, 23-16. Mom, Rams. Bills Mafia. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say the Buffalo Bills are gonna win. I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams. The Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns. Hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's a pretty good game. The Browns, they've, they've had a little of a week off. They've had some time off. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I don't like that pick, but I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. That one. I'm going to go mm, – that, that rescue defense can be tough. I'm going 20 – I'm going 29 to, 29-20. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns. Also, I think that they're kind of, they're gonna, they're they're gonna ride on that that hot streak that they, you know, that that win that they got against the uh, Bengals, and they're rested, 
And I think, like I like I mentioned earlier, I think as the the season progresses, we're going to start seeing Baker kind of calm down. We're going to see that Russian attack. I mean, look at look at Kareem Hunt, man. I mean, he should be starting on any other team. It's yep. insane. Once you get once you get that running game going, look at now you can get Odell Beckham in the game. So I think they have way too much fire firepower, and they're starting to play like a team. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns as well. I mean, for the Browns, you cannot lose to a football team that doesn't even have a name. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the Browns. All right. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. And I think it's going to be a close game to the, where, to, to the wire, 27-30 Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans also. Um, Vikings, I don't know what, like, what in the world is going on. Kirk Cousins looks like. Uh, the first week he looked good, and then I don't know. I mean, he look he looks awful. Last week he looked like he was kind of like, "What the heck is going on?" And I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans as well. I expect a big game from Derrick Henry. Las Vegas Raiders at the New England Patriots. Uh, this is I'm not gonna say the game of the week, but I think it's the game of the early games at the one o'clock games. Raiders traveling across across the country to New England, Foxborough. I know it's no fans, but the Patriots are coming off a loss, a disappointing loss defensively. Cam Newton looked good. I'm going with the Patriots 27 to 20. I'm gonna go with the Patriots on this one. I I like I like what I'm seeing with the Raiders, but I believe I I believe they were they were saying that the stats are that the Saints uh that Drew Brees has not made attempt an attempt of 10 plus yards all season long. And I know we're only two weeks in or, you know, three weeks in, but I just think that Cam in this offense, I mean, man, he is looking very sharp, very good. And I just think that look at the, look at the fight that he put up last week. So it's going to be a very close game. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the Raiders, but I believe the Patriots are going to pull this one off. And I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. I expect another big game from Derek Carr. <laughs> The IR San Francisco 49ers. Oh, man. <laughs> the 49ers at the, the New York Jets. New York Giants. No, New, New York Giants. I'm taking the Niners. I go I go to the Niners. It's going to be oh, Nick. I think Nick Mullins is starting. Nick Mullins is starting. It's going to be a close game. Don't be surprised if the Giants win this game. But if I'm a bad man, I'm going with the Niners because even with all the players they got hurt, I think they'll beat the Giants. Giants don't got no bark. They got a couple injuries. I'm going 49ers 16-20. I'm sorry, man. That's way too many injuries for me. That that whole defensive line is on IR, man. Uh, give me the Giants. And the Giants like, the win, the win, it'll be this week. <laughs> I, I am going to take the Giants as well. Uh, Devontae Freeman uh, signed with the Giants this week. I think mm-hmm. he might play. He has a chance to play. Yes, he did. Cincinnati Bengals at the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me the Eagles, 31-16. You know what? I think that Joe Cool is going to do it. Yes, the Bengals win. (laughs) Joe Burrow is going to show everybody why he was the first pick overall this year. And I'm going to agree with Jerry, and I'm going to go to Cincinnati Bengals. The Eagles look lost, man. I'm sorry, man. I – uh, I love, you know, I love me some quarterbacks. Uh, you know, uh, the Eagles have, you know, Carson Woods has always been a, he's looked like a very promising quarterback, but 
Man, they look lost, man. And they look hurt. If they lose to the Bengals, it's time to panic. We'll get back to that. We're, we're going to have to get back to this one uh, after we run this off because I, th- I think that's a good conversation to have. Houston Texans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, I'm going with the Steelers in a close one. I feel gold. Uh, seven. Uh, no, I'm gonna go twenty to twenty-three Steelers. This uh, this this is a dicey one. Mm, I'm going to Steelers. Cause it's cause we got what? How old is Big Ben? He's like sixty-five. <laughs> I think he's like thirty-eight, actually, right? But and how old is um? Ah, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. He's like twenty-four, twenty-five. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Steelers on this one as well. I think that. Uh, I think that for some odd reason, uh, man, something about Deshaun Watson just kind of like he's, he's off. He's a little off this this year. I'm not saying he's off the entire year. I just think the the, the start is a little bit off. I think the people or his teammates around him look off. Yeah. Um, to me, I think Pittsburgh's a little bit overhyped. Now, I, I get that they do have a tremendous defense, but that offense hasn't convinced me. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans this week. Oh, wow. New York Jets at the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going with the Colts. Come on. Come on. Do we have to think about this game? We already know the, the, the Jets are a dumpster fire. I mean. Colts, but this, this – I'm going to Colts. Keep an eye on this game. Remember I said that. Yeah, I'm going to – I think, Sorry, I'm not gonna watch that game. I think that know that right. What do you say? It was uh, be barbecue chicken. Yeah, barbecue chicken and the senior citizen week, right? So, <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead and give me Philip Rivers and the Colts on against the Jets on this one, confidently, yeah. confidently. Yeah, go ahead and give me old man Felipe. Uh, for shout, the out, shout out, know that. Shout out, know that. Yes, sir. If you don't know that, what's he say? He if says, you don't, if you don't know that, you something. <laughs> No, no. He says, "Know that." If know, that know, know that. If you don't know, know, know that. If you don't know nothing else. And he also says, That's... "Shaking it." <laughs> Moving along, Carolina Panthers at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers. Uh, I think this one could get ugly too. I'm going thirty-one sixteen. Man, that was a freaky week last week with the Chargers, right? And they almost came. They, they almost came away with the win. Yeah. Again, against against who? The defending against the defending champs. Give me, give go ahead and give me the Chargers. Justin Herbert starting. He is starting. Hey man, I feel I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor, man. I really do. But now so. he's never gonna get that starting position back. I'm gonna go with the so. LA Chargers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and <laughs> the Denver Broncos. This is a sneaky game because Tom Brady in his New England days, he had struggles in Denver. Now, now hold on real quick. Now, just uh, Drew Locke is going to be out. So, he will not okay. And I think the um, the Buccaneers get um, Chris Godwin back and Mike Evans, he's kind of getting close to 100%. As much as it hurts me to say, give me Tampa Bay uh, 27 to 23. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Buccaneers. I think – not only is Drew Locke out right now for, uh, I think they are saying estimating three weeks, but Corlin Sutton is gone for the season, and uh, Jerry Judy is also. I think he's going to miss a couple of weeks as well with the. Man, Denver, Denver's been ravaged by injuries. 
Yeah. It's real bad. It's getting real bad there. And I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Denver Broncos. Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I'm pretty positive we're all going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, correct? Yes. All right. I don't think we need to touch on this game at all. Yeah. Kyler Murphy's for real, man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at Seattle Seahawks. My upset pick of the week, the Cowboys go into Seattle. Right off the, the right, riding off the momentum that they went of the comeback win from Atlanta last um last week, and they beat the Seahawks on the last drive of Russell Wilson interception. I'm going because that Seattle defense, as we've seen, um that Seattle defense can be had. I'm going. I think, I think Ceedee Lamb has a big game, seven catches, 120 something yards, similar the way he did last week. I'm going 34, 31, Cowboys. Yeah, I think that right now, um, as much as I get a lot of backlash for this, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Seahawks. I think Cheeto Awuzie is out right now with a hamstring injury, leaving um, leaving Trevon Diggs the actual the uh, opposite to Jordan Lewis. I just think that right now, the way Russell, you know, the way Danger, Danger Russell Wilson is playing right now, I mean, you're going to need that same kind of energy, that same kind of power to keep up with them because DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett out there, I mean, they look insane. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Seahawks on this one. I'm going to go ahead and go Seattle Seahawks as well. Sunday Night Football, Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. I'm going Green Bay Packers. I think both teams are going to be with that number one wide receiver, but I think Green Bay is coming in hot. Drew Brees has not looked like Drew Brees. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, I'm going with the Packers, and I, I think it'll be a high-scoring game, 27-30 pack. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers also. I'm going to go with the Packers as well. Monday Night Football, and many say the game of the week, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Um, Lamar Jackson, I went to against the Chiefs in the in the era where in in the era of Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, 31-27, Ravens. Yeah, last week I don't know Mahomes look. He didn't look. He didn't look like the the the. Well, it looks like he wasn't even trying though. To be honest, it, kind of got later looked, in the game. He looked confused. He looked very confused. Uh, but it like you said. There's somewhere he just didn't look like he was even trying. But right now, yeah, of course. But right now, the Ravens are extremely hot. Lamar Jackson is showing everybody that he is a the actual best quarterback in the league, and I think that he's going to show off right now. And I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens as well. And that's going to go and wrap up our picks for week three in the NFL. And that's going to go and wrap it up for this edition of the East-West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. 
But I like Airplane. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.